Welcome to the Connection Club podcast. I am Katie Wren. I am a wife, a mom to a beautiful baby girl, bonus mom to a beautiful teenage daughter and successful business owner. I am so excited to connect with you. Sometimes we need to disconnect from the world to reconnect with ourselves. So I am super grateful to be on this journey with you so we can connect together as a community. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Connection Club. Well, I guess some of you really, really enjoyed the Connecting to Your Identity episode, and a bunch of you have reached out and replied to just the whole idea of really knowing what your identity is and and knowing what truly your I am statements are. It's been so amazing to read that you've just had those breakthroughs and that now you're identifying exactly who you are and what you're about. And like I said, guys, it's not going to be an overnight thing where you click your fingers and, and this happens. I mean, it can be if you truly choose to be, but something like this takes every day be consciously aware of exactly who it is that you want to be. So I know we went through a lot of tools to help you really truly decide in, in what it is and who it is that you want to be. And I'm so, so excited to hear a lot of a lot of you uh, reaching out to me and telling me how much the episode helped you and that you was living this way for so long and you've identified that actually life isn't really going the way that you want it to. And it's a a question that I will keep asking and reminding you guys is what you have in your life serving you right now. Is it the relationship that you have? Is it successful? If you're not in a relationship, you know, why is that? And sometimes it really takes us being consciously aware of how we're showing up and what we're bringing to the table to realize that actually everything we do is is a result of what we're going to get back in our lives. If it is your relationship or you're single or your own business or your own career or the relationship with your kids or is it that you've just detached yourself away from doing the things that you truly love to do? Knowing your identity is knowing exactly how you can show up, what you want to do for your life and most importantly, what type of fun are you going to have in your life too? So I decided to kind of do a part two on this as I was sharing a couple of things with some people recently and they're like, oh my God, like you need to talk about this. This is really, really powerful. And I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I include it in the first identity episode? I mean, shame on me, but I really think this is a, a part two in it and a really special part of forming your identity and who you want to be is really, again, ingraining exactly who you are and who you want to be is knowing your own personality as well. And me and Luke have done this exercise with each other. And I I honestly cannot remember where I learned this from. So I can't really quote the person or give them the recognition that they deserve. I, I honestly can't remember. But it it didn't just come from me. I've learned it. I've implemented it. And it's really shown up in my life. And I'm able to call upon those people and use them when needed. So let me go into a little bit more detail because you're thinking, looking at me at this screen right now and going, Katie, what the hell are you talking about? So when we talk about personalities and multiple personalities, 
there's this whole taboo around what multiple personalities look like. And it, it, it is kind of looked in a negative light when actually it should be celebrated. It really should be celebrated that we have all of these different multiple personalities and they all have their uses. And I am smiling because I have five. <laughs> I have five personalities that all serve me and don't serve me in some ways. And it's a great way to really identify which version of you is showing up right now. And it also in the moment you can, especially when if you're with somebody and you have a, a life partner, you can really use this to your advantage and make it playful that you can call upon or ask them to leave that personality and bring back a different version of themselves. So yes, like I said, me and Luke have been through this exercise before. I honestly can't remember all of his right now. It's something that we have to revisit as this is kind of surfaced. I'm like thinking all of all of Luke's personalities and I, I see them, but I can't remember what we named them. So it's definitely a conversation that we've got to have, but I definitely know mine. <laughs> I definitely know that some of them don't serve me and some that do. So let's go through them. And while I'm going through mine, I really want you to think about yours and what are the different energies and emotions that come up that you can kind of personalize and identify that you can give them a name and use or not use them when appropriate. So I'll start with the one that has not served me the most. And Luke, for a really long time, used to nickname me Walshy. And I can see why now. I use Walsh. It's my mother's maiden name. In sometimes when I don't want to give my full identity away to somebody, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm Katie Walsh. Like, I don't tell them my real name. I think I used to use Katie Walsh as a like a, a model name way back when I used to do all of that. But yes, one of my personalities is called Walshy. We actually have a photo collaboration of something that got given to us as a gift. I love it. And it has um, over the course of, of one year photos of me and Luke and it's got Walshy and the bear on it. And one of his personalities is the bear. Like he is my bear. Like he's this big, cuddly, masculine, strong person that I just feel so safe in his arms. And he he's just like a big cuddly teddy bear. He, he acts all tough, but he's very, very sensitive inside in a good way. So that's definitely one of his sides. But while she definitely serves a purpose in a negative and positive light, We'll talk about the negative first. Let's get that out of the way. Walshy is very, for a long time, ruled the roost or ruled the roster, let's say. She ruled the roster, that's for sure. She was bossy. She was very, not aggressive in like I would hit somebody, but if somebody pissed me off, they would know about it. There was no, very little leading with love, let's say. She would pop up. She'd be very defensive. She'd be very criticizing and, and, just not happy. She's not a happy being, let's say. But in the face of danger and in the face of conflict, when it's coming at her or her family or friends, serves a great purpose. But she doesn't serve a purpose in it in the terms of when it comes to relationships, when it comes to certain aspects of running a business. She doesn't serve in in the sense of relationships, uh, friendships. Sorry. So she was ruling the roster for a long time. And I really 
urge you and encourage you to think about what personality that's negative in 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 your identity that is ruling the roster a little bit who do you need to cut from the team put them on the back bench a little bit so they can stay in the background and they can be called upon when needed but don't let them rule the roster I had to put her on the back seat. I mean, way on the back seat because she was showing up way too much in my life and controlling and really damaging relationships and friendships and where my business was going or where my business could have gone. And that's okay. You know, we, we have to explore that. We have to know about that in order to learn from it and in order to learn how we can use that in a positive light. So I'll give you a situation of where she is needed and wanted we were shopping in Minnesota one time and we was with, uh, Lake wasn't on the scene at this point. We uh, was with Faith, uh, Luke's older daughter. She's uh, turning 16 next month. <laughs> My little bonus baby. She's like 16 and she looks older than me. She's taller than me. Like a lot of the time people ask if we're sisters and it really pisses me off, quite frankly. I'm like, no, I'm the stepmom. And they look at me like really weird it's funny we we make a joke out of it now anyway so we're shopping and we're looking around shoes and she faith actually picks out these shoes for me she's like these are so cool these will look really good on you and i'm like yeah darling they would they'd look pretty cool previously one of the employees of the store had asked if we needed any help and we're like no we're just looking it's okay but anyway faith found these really cool shoes and she brought them over and i was like oh yeah i'll try them on so as I said, oh, can you go and find somebody? I'm just going to, I think I was just tying my shoes at the time. She doesn't know this person is particularly working. She's just kind of stood around, but not really seeming like she works there. Like all of the employees are all dressed in normal clothes. And I think they have a, ni- a name tag on, but you wouldn't know. So it's very, very difficult to know who's actually working there, who isn't. It's not a great setup, but it's a huge company. I witness this because obviously I'm seeing where she's walking. So I want to make sure she's safe. As she's walking away towards this person, this person has obviously said something. Faith is in her own little world. She's trying to find somebody with a pair of shoes and she's walking around and ignores this person. This employee threw their hands up, said something. I can't remember what she said at the time, but I remember it not being very nice and quite negative. I was witnessing this and she wasn't too far away from me. And I don't think she knew that we were together. She threw her hands up, said something really not nice. I heard it and witnessed this witness at this time. Well, <laughs> while she came out, and I couldn't see Faith at this point, but she came back. And as she was coming back towards me, she's like, oh, I found somebody. And I said, I was really angry because it, it I, I mean, I really can't remember the full details, but I remember this person was not behaving nice towards Faith. And she said something really inappropriate. And I was like, excuse me, is there something wrong? Because I just saw how you treated my daughter, threw your arms up, said something negative, And she was like, well, I asked if she needed help and she ignored me. And I said, but is that any way to treat a customer? Like, that's really, really, really rude. I said, I, I think I said just some <laughs> not so nice things back to her. A manager saw the commotion and came over and said, or, you know, is there a problem? And I said, yeah, your employee was really rude to my daughter and it was really unnecessary to throw a hand gesture and call her what she called her. 
this manager said, can you, you know, please go to the back. We'll, we'll go to the office. We'll talk about this. And I told him the situation, what had happened, what was said. I mean, while she came out, let's just say she, she said some things bad to this person, but that was necessary. Not as in like I called her names or it was cruel or anything like that, but I put her in her place while she serves a purpose. So if somebody came up to my family or said something mean about my friends, she would be there to protect. She would kind of be there with a battle axe. She's ready to fight. She's ready to, you know, protect sort of things. It's almost like a mama bear coming out. And that's probably what I will, I may name her (laughs) because I don't want it to be attached to my mother's maiden name and then think of my mom in in a negative light. So we might have to just change that around a little bit and be like, okay, she's being mama bear, calm down, (laughs) you know, So she does serve a purpose. She's there to protect her family, her friends and things like that. Where she doesn't serve is when there's an argument happening, say with Luke, I can get really defensive. I can get, I don't typically say mean things to a person in in that it would hurt them, but I can get very loud. I can get a little bit aggressive in the tone, the tone, that's the tone. There it is. I even realized even as I'm saying this to myself, is the tone that it comes across. That's where while she comes out, you know, she just doesn't serve. At really very little she serves. So I put her on the back bench. She is not needed. She doesn't even get to play out in the field. Let's face it. She can be the bench warmer because that's all she's good for. She's served me in the past in some situations, but even then there's different personalities that could have come out and it could have led to a, a, a more lighthearted experience versus an aggressive one. And I came away from that shopping experience a little bit charged and a little bit, you know, angry and could have ruined the situation, let's face it, but it didn't. All three of us laugh at that situation now and did at the time. We we all thought it was super inappropriate, but just that mama bear came out and was like, no, this isn't right. This isn't okay. You know, you're going to pay for that sort of thing. While she's on the back bench, that's that's where she belongs. So the other part of me is Polly. So my personality of Polly, she's fun, she's playful. She's called upon when Lake wants to play and when we're running around, when we're chasing each other, when we're being goofy. When me and Luke are being super playful with each other, Polly will come out. He likes Polly. Polly is a lot of fun. She's And why I actually call her Polly is because it reminds me how to be a child. Because remember, I don't know if anyone's listening and and knows what I'm going to be talking about right now, but Polly Pocket, way back when I was a kid, I had Polly Pockets and they were the best thing ever. I don't know why they don't make them anymore because they were just amazing. I'm sure they had some lawsuits with swallowing those little things, but (laughs) I loved them. And associating Polly Pocket with me being fun and playful, kind of nicknamed that self as Polly. So Polly's there to have fun, be goofy, be silly. Um, she's called upon when I want to be goofy and silly with Luke, when I'm like scare camming him or making him jump or just being overall stupid with him. And the same with Lake. Like when she wants to play, I get right in that Polly pocket mode and become a little girl again and be fun and playful. And there's no real negative side to Polly. What else is there? So there's Anna and Anastasia. <laughs> this is really personal. I'm bearing all here right now guys so Anna and Anastasia are kind of my sexual sensual playful side to me and she's called upon when 
you know, we're in that intimate moment. Anna is more of like the flirtatious, you know, kind of like your first date type of feeling. I, I encourage Anna to come out there but when it's like we're in that intimate moment with Luke and I, I call upon Anastasia. Anastasia comes from Fifty Shades of Grey. So I'll end it at that. <laughs> yeah. So she's called upon and I know that when I want to get in that spirit and in that moment, in that flow, I can call upon that person to come come and serve me. The other side is Beyonce, or as I like to call her, Beyonce. I see Beyonce, this beautiful business, badass boss mama, but she's also in her feminine flow as well. So I see somebody like that who just has this amazing empire, this amazing spirit, amazing heart with amazing family. I know that if I can get in that workflow, I, I you know, I can tell Luke, hey, I'm just going to get my Beyonce on right now. I need to get this stuff done. I'm in my work mode. I'm in my workflow. I can call upon her to get stuff done in business. When I'm showing up for a live or when I'm reading a report or when I'm connecting with a customer, I get into that flow of being Beyonce. And I've got to be careful that I don't cross that line in being the masculine Beyonce versus the feminine Beyonce because we can sometimes turn masculine as women when we want to get our work mode on. We get stuff done. We want to tackle the world. We want to conquer and create and all of these powerful things, but it also draws us away from our feminine core. So Beyonce or Beyonce reminds me to be this beautiful feminine worker who still gets stuff done. So when I'm in the office, I call upon her. So those are the kind of main personalities. And then there's two more. There's just being Katie, just exactly who I am. When I'm doing these podcasts, I call upon her because that's being true to my identity. That's being true to who I am. When I'm being my vulnerable self, I'm being Katie. I can't be anybody else. No one is really needed to be be called upon. I just connect with me. I feel my heart. I know my intention. I know what I want to bring to you guys. So I really connect with Katie. She's the one who leads with love when I choose to. And sometimes that's really fucking scary. I'm not going to lie. Leading with love is the scariest thing, but also the most needed thing for me to do in a lot of the situations in life. The moment that I, I really get emotional when I, when I do this, when I think about this, the dark side to that is I can close up very, very quickly. Why? It's oh, a good question. <laughs> Closed Katie. I, I, I need to think of a, a little nickname for that. Maybe cat. When cat comes along, and this is the, the darker side of, of Katie, when she's Katie, when leads with love, when she's living in her spirit, when she's living with passion, when she's fully serving other people, when she's loving on her family and her friends, I, I am invincible. Like I can tackle anything. The moment that I get in my head, the moment that I put expectations out there and then they're not being met ultimately close down and you can feel the energy in my voice has shifted because I fucking hate being that person I don't know I do know why I do it I was going to say I don't know why I do it but I know why I do it because the moment that I let my walls down 
the moment that I truly be feminine, truly be Katie, truly just live in that spirit, in that space, I get scared. I've done that numerous times and I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this. The moment that I let all of that go and let people in and then I have expectations they're not being met, I start putting walls up, I start to close down and then Kat comes out. Kat is somebody who will withdraw, will close down, will ultimately make other people suffer. And not that it only makes other people suffer, but it makes me suffer too. And it's something that I've been trying to, not trying, I have been working on. It's it's something that I've been conscious to only really this year of that behavior and how it's not serving me, how it's shown up in the past and destroyed aspects of my life. I encourage you to think about what part of you is self-sabotaging aspects of your life. The moment that we get in our head, the moment that we have expectations on things or people, we're ultimately creating so much pain for ourselves. And it's something that I'm realizing more and more. I've just got to get in the moment of going, this is cat right now. How do I shift back to Katie? What do I need to do? And I know when my husband comes on this on this podcast and we talk about mastering your emotions or connecting to our emotions, this is all going to make sense. And this is all going to resonate with all of you so much. And a lot of the time I beat myself up for being cat. And it's something that I've I've got to stop doing. I've got to start going, girl, you've got to get on the on the back bench with Walshie because again, she isn't serving me and doesn't serve my relationship or my marriage or the connection that I could have in them and the connection I can have to my family and my friends and my business and everything else. So Kat is somebody who is new to the roster that I am now conscious of. I wasn't conscious of her before, but it's only recently that I've been very, very conscious of her and how destructive that she can be. And not only does it... I mean, I, when I talk about this and I talked about it to a, a, a friend recently, I'm like, I hate being this version of myself. I hate it. But when it comes out, I can't control it. And it's so frustrating because I don't want to be that person. That's not who I am to my core. But it, I've let so many stories and beliefs and other people's model of the world being in, impacted on me. And instead of beating them up and beating myself up about it. I've just got to recognize it, learn to to harness it and going, no, you got to get back on that bench. You are not needed right now. I hope you're learning about yourself as I'm bearing all about me right now. And where is that cat in your life where she closes down or, you know, if you're a guy listener, where where are you falling short in your life, in your relationships, in your friendships, in your career. I'm speaking for both genders, right? Where is that cat showing up in your life? That version of you that you do not like, that you can see unfolding and happening, but yet have yet to put him or her on the back bench of the roster and saying no more and practicing that, being aware of it, being conscious of it. Something I'm I've been battled with recently, very, very recently. In fact, all this last week, Kat made a huge appearance because when I'm dealing with 
things that stress me out, I, I close down instead of opening up, flowing in my femininity and going, I need help with this. I'm struggling with this. I'm scared of this. I'm worried about this. I don't know what to do. I like to be the person with all the answers and to figure it out for myself because then I can then give myself a pat on the back and be like, yeah, I sorted it. I did it. And sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you need to go, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know what to do with this. I am stuck. Letting those walls down and letting that those brick walls that we've built up or those layers that we've put around our soul and our spirit to protect ourselves. And what am I protecting myself from? I'm only hurting myself more by doing that. I was faced with, you know, my my friend passing away and then some nice news about a big tax bill that I got that I'm like, holy crap, I, I need to sort this out. And I couldn't. No, it's not that I didn't have the money for it. It's the way that it's just shown up. And it caused me so much stress and I don't, I just didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know what to do with it. And I closed down on retreated, which is a very masculine thing to do to figure out how I could work this or make this happen or fix it. And I, I couldn't, I had, I had no resources. And ultimately, you know, Luke felt that and he's asking me what's wrong, what's wrong. And I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And half the time it's because I don't want to burden him with the problems because he's got a lot of stuff going on himself but that's not what he wants. He wants me to, he, not only he wants to be the knight in shining armor, but I want him to tell me that it's going to be okay as well, but I don't allow that. So as you can see, I mean, look at this constant, not constant, but this battle with myself and it, it's frustrating. So I close down, he asks me what's wrong. I say nothing and we go on this back and forth and he feels that my energy change as I'm trying to figure out in my head. Obviously then I'm putting out out there are expectations that not, aren't being met and I'm frustrated at everybody and everything and it all starts going pear shape. Then I'm not serving him, I'm not serving myself, I'm not serving my mission or my purpose, I'm not serving my family, I'm not doing, I'm not living authentically within me and you can see how these patterns get built up and built up and built up and then it explodes. <laughs> so this is why it's so important that we really know who we are and how to call upon those people or how to put them on the back roster and put them on the back bench where they belong. And the moment that we can identify all of these people and be real with about ourselves and be real about who we are and what serves us and what doesn't, the quicker that we can get out of those states, the quicker that we can live a happier, more fulfilled life and the quicker that we can have beautiful experiences and living in a beautiful state with beautiful people. It's that simple, isn't it? So oh, I've been super vulnerable with you guys on all of that because it is something that's super recent that I've identified that cat so destructive and it's shown up a lot in the past. And it's something that I, I need to be very, very aware of and more conscious of as, like I said, this is all still my journey, guys. I'm on this journey. I'm not perfect, but I'm hoping by being vulnerable and opening up and sharing my journey that I can inspire you and help you in some way as well. And the realizations I'm having along the way I can share with you and that you can implement into your life as well. I don't turn up on social media and act like I'm perfect or that I have a great day or that I am living my best life or anything like that. I'm like everybody else still trying to figure shit out. (laughs) 
you know, and I will continue to do that for the rest of my life. As long as I'm living authentically within me and, and being vulnerable and sharing my life, then I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. So yeah, I am, that was bearing my heart and soul, I have to say. And, you know, it, it's something that I'm definitely very conscious of and working on more and more. So where in your life and where in, in who you are and your identity, where are your personalities and, and what are they called? Give them fun names and give them their own identity. And obviously there's diff- a few little layers to each of those personalities as well. Like with Anna and Anastasia and, and Yonce and Polly Pocket and, and Katie and, and Kat, there's all of these different layers, not too many, there's little layers with those people and how deep you can go with those personalities as well. But once you can identify them, give them a name, learn how to call upon them in the moment, recognize them as being an empowering personality or a disempowering personality, you can really catch yourself in the moment going, who am I being right now? Am I being Walshy? Am I being Kat? Am I being Katie? Am I being Anna? Am I being Polly? Am I being Yonce? Like, what is needed for this situation? And as heated as things get sometimes, or as scary or frustrated or sad, we have to really decide which person is going to show up for that moment and be more conscious of it, if that makes sense. If you're a person who's typically worried or has anxiety or is depressed, give them a name. Are you being depressed Dolly? Or are you being Annabelle anxiety? Or are you being worried Wendy? (laughs) I'm having to think of all these names for them and it's really hard at the moment. What emotions are you living in constantly that's disempowering or negative that you can give a name to and, you know, share this with your partner and be like, okay, I am being destructive Dennis right now. I am being aggressive Alex. I am being a bossy Bianca. I am being emotional Emma. Just think of the the negative emotions that you use on a daily basis and go, okay, that person is not needed. If you're a person who's, like I said, who's depressed or anxious, then what name can you give them and going that you're not serving me, you're stealing my joy, you're stealing my happiness, you're stealing away from everything that I'm about and what I want to move towards. You're stealing my life from me, this person. Put them in jail, put them on the back bench of the roster because sometimes those people are needed at some point, but it's really, really rare. So all they deserve to be is a bench warmer. You can tell I've played sports a little bit. Like they're needed at some point, but not all the time. Very, very rarely. They can go and fill a glass of water and keep sitting there for all I care, you know. But that's the way I I look at it and how it can impact you and serve you in creating and forming your identity in a more empowering way and learning to take control of the, the negative personalities that show up as you and for you. It's like when people make the first judgment and people say first impressions are the the most that matter. How are you showing up on those first impressions? Are you letting worried Wendy show up instead of happy Hannah? Which one do you want to be? 
So I hope you have fun with that. Um, I, I definitely think it will um, help serve you guys in creating your identity and who you truly want to be. And as I'm bearing all and sharing all, I really get to learn myself about myself even more. Not only how it's impacting me, but how it's impacting my life and my family and my relationships. If I can learn to better connect with myself, I can better connect with everything else around me as well. And that's just my hope for you guys and that all of the things that you're learning throughout this podcast is that you're learning to better connect with yourself, getting rid of all of the old stories, the old beliefs, the old values, the old negative thoughts you tell yourself on a daily basis and start taking control of those thoughts and those emotions and those personalities that disempowering you and move you back towards who you are, returning to who you are, returning to who you want to be and how you want to show up because that's what it's all about is just truly returning and connecting to ourselves again. So I hope you go away and do the exercise. I know it is powerful when you do do it. I promise you it'll be worth it and you will feel silly. You will feel stupid. Trust me, I was that person, but I know and I just take these things and implement it. It really is life-changing and I'm super, super again excited that you're here with me today, just disconnecting again to connect better with yourselves, to connect with all of the things around you. And if there's something that you do today, if you, even if it's just taking away this episode and, and learning about your personalities and figuring out that all their names is go outside today. And I really want you to spend a couple of minutes in nature. If it just stops raining for a second and the sunshine comes out or if it's still cloudy, who cares? Go and find a, a bit of grass that's completely natural, not the artificial grass. Go outside in nature, take your shoes off, take your socks off. I don't care if it's been raining, you can dry your feet off. You're not going to melt away. Just stand there and plant your feet in the ground. Feel the earth for a moment. Feel all of the energy, all of the, the negative thoughts, emotions, all of the things that you've been telling yourself go all the way down your body, through your legs, down your toes, and into the ground, through the soil, and let the earth take care of all of that. It's no longer serving you. Those negative personalities, those people that show up, that destroy your joy, your happiness, your future, just let them go into the earth. Let them go into the ground. And while Mother Nature or the Earth takes care of all of those people, just for a moment, feel, feel and connect to the ground. Feel the grass on your toes. If it's warm, if it's cool, if it tickles in a certain area, any vibrations or sensations, just feel them for a moment and really feel it. Let any thought or emotion Acknowledge it, be aware of it, and then let it go. And move back to the feeling of the earth on your feet. And again, if another thought or feeling comes up, just go back to how it feels on your feet. And for a moment, just stand there. Take a few deep breaths in. And let it out. Take another big deep breath in and let it out 
begin, feel the earth on your feet and imagine whatever light, dust, speckles of light, whatever energy, color, sensation you can feel or imagine coming up through your feet from the earth that comes up through your legs, through your hips, into your soul, into your stomach, your solar plexus. Hold it there for a moment and think of a few things you're grateful for. Think of all the personalities of you that have served you. Think of all the the times where they've shown up and given you so much joy. Think of the time that you just felt so alive because you were truly living just in your own spirit, without any thoughts, without any feelings, just just living how you how you feel you want to feel. Just feeling that the way that you have no worries or thoughts. Just imagine a few moments of joy. I really think about a few things you can be grateful for. Again, just wiggle your toes into the earth as all that energy is coming up through your toes into your legs and filling your soul with good, positive, happy emotions and feelings. And think of just three things you can be grateful for. Is it the fact that you have two legs, you can feel the earth? Or is it simply that you can just be here right now, listening to this episode? Is it that you're grateful for being able to breathe or being able to have clean water? Or even just being able to have your favorite drink, whether it be a tea or a coffee or a latte or a healthy kombucha. Can you be grateful for the people in your life? How are they showing up and making you feel? Who's really impacted you, inspired you and helped you and guided you? Can you be grateful for them? Just wiggle your toes again to feel the earth. And in this moment, be thankful and grateful for all of those positive personalities that you've just thought of and how you want them to show up in your life more and more. Because when you allow them to show up more and more, your life is going to be so different, filled with abundance, joy, love, gratitude, success, and achieving all of the things that you want in life. As you feel all of those emotions come up from the earth, through your legs, into your solar plexus, just have your hands on your stomach and take three deep breaths. Let your belly rise and fall. Thank you so much for connecting with me today, guys. I truly appreciate every moment and every second that you spend with me. Of course, if you were driving or running or in the gym listening to the podcast, just rewind the last few minutes and go and find a piece of grass and just go and do that because I promise you it will make you feel so much better. What a beautiful day and I wish you nothing but the best and truly just to live connected with you and Again, I'm always grateful for this moment that you truly just disconnect from the world and everything that you're doing to connect with me 
and that we can live a, a better connected life, not only with ourselves, but with everything else and, and everybody else around us. So I look forward to connecting with you next week. In the meantime, have a beautiful, blessed, connected day. Bye.